Good Monday morning. Well, my house is a little quiet after a couple weekends of guests. Um, and I've been reflecting on our conversation from last Monday. And I was reminded of a story that a lot of you may have heard me share through the years at, at different things. But for many years, the ministry I lead uh, had a outreach arm where we would go into uh, the adult entertainment clubs in our city. And we would take the message of the gospel and the message of salvation and the gift of God's love into these really, really dark places. And on one of our first outings to this world that was so foreign to us as a team, I, part of my giftings, I think I'm very perceptive. I can really take in a room and I can take people's temperatures in a room and I'm very empathetic so I can sense when something's wrong with somebody or anyway. So I am a perceiver by nature. So I'm in this room and we had seen this group of young men trying to get into one of the clubs and they were actually turned away. They were a group of college kids and we prayed that they would be turned away and they were turned away. But we get to the next club and there they are. And so as we enter, it's like this raucous group of, of young men and they're partying and enjoying themselves. And I just felt that gentle whisper of the Holy Spirit to pay attention. So I did. And I took them in and I felt like what the Lord was illuminating in that setting was this is what dabbling with the world looks like. And then it was like you pulled the lens out a little farther and then I saw three men in business attire sitting there together, not a lot of conversation because these young people, I mean, they were laughing, hooping, hollering, having a gay old time. These three older men, not so much. Table was a little quieter. Uh, conversation, not as much. And then it was like the Lord pulled the lens back even farther and I saw a couple older men nestled against the back wall of the room all by themselves. And I'm reminded of John 10, 10 in that moment, thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, which I've told you before, that is progressive. So the enemy often acts in a destructive way in our life subtly. It doesn't often come with a tsunami of destruction. It often comes in something small that doesn't feel like a big deal, but can eventually lead us down a really dangerous road. And that was kind of the picture that he gave me in the Proverbs 4.23, above all else, guard your heart for it affects everything. You do and so last week I shared with you about just the vile language on the golf course in this most beautiful 
space that God has given man the gift to create. And as I was just kind of, that's just been so ruminating in me. And I, I, I was kind of asking questions of my own heart. What are the things that I let in in a subtle way that can lead me to something very destructive? Because it's not what we're called to be like the world. We're called to be different from the world. And this is the voice translation. I think it's probably backwards. But this is the voice translation. And this is a passage that really stuck out to me. First Peter 2, verse 9. But you are a chosen people, set aside to be a royal order of priests, a holy nation, God's own so that you may proclaim the wondrous acts of the one who called you. I find this uh, very um, useful terminology. Who called you out of inky darkness into shimmering light. And I thought about all the dark things that we allow to get in and I had a friend say recently it was so good I wrote it down she said she used to tell her kids because they were like but mom it's just normal it's just normal it's like everybody's doing it normal and she said just because it's common doesn't mean it's normal and that's kind of what God's saying here I haven't called you to a common life I have called you to be something exceptionally different in a very inky, dark world. I've called you to be something shimmering and full of light. And then it goes on. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received it. And boy, what a gift of mercy salvation is. And so what are we saying to such a merciful gift when we allow the world to infiltrate us? And then it goes on. Beloved, remember this. You don't belong in this world. You are resident aliens living in exile. So resist those desires of the flesh that battle against the soul. I was on uh, Instagram the other day. Philly's not on any social media. And there's a beautiful girl that I love. And there was this um, beautiful saying in there about being a godly woman and what that requires. And I am not joking. The very next screen that popped up on her story was something vile with the F word in it. It's almost like we're a confused people. And if the church is confused and we call something that has become common normal or something that's become like the world okay for a chosen people that have been set aside out of inky darkness to be a shimmering light, then we might just be a deceived people.
kind of like the young boys in the strip club that night. Didn't feel like a big deal to them, but to the man sitting against the back wall, it had become a big deal. We've let things infiltrate our lives, our eyes, our ears, and our hearts that are not of a chosen people and a royal priesthood. So, beloved, remember, you don't belong in this world. It's not our home. The more we get accustomed to it, the more we get comfortable in it, the more dangerous it can become. You are resident aliens living in exile. So resist those desires of the flesh that do what? That battle for your soul. The enemy never quits battling for our soul. I have a precious friend who was in the ministry for many years. Many years. And the enemy has ravaged his soul. Because he dabbled here and he ended up here. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that we might have life and have it to the full. It's really important that you and I just ask the Lord, is there any place I've given to the world that has too much hold on me? What I'm watching, what I'm listening to, the people I'm idolizing and setting up as role models in my life, um, the messaging that I'm listening to. It's a sobering moment, friends, in this life. It's a sobering moment. And if we're not living soberly, we could be setting our hearts up for a dangerous place. So, that's all I got on this Monday.